Are you a parent in business that wants to learn digital marketing the right way? So you've got an amazing business and you want to shout it from the rooftops. You want everyone to know about it and you want to generate consistent revenue. You love the idea of your business working for you whilst you are busy making memories with your family. The one thing stopping you is digital marketing. From SEO to blogging, from creating your own digital courses to creating podcasts that parents will love. My Bumped Baby has the solution. We have launched our Digital Marketing Academy and it is designed for parent-focused business owners to grow and scale their business with ease. Our academy can be accessed from anywhere on any device, which means as a busy parent in business, you can learn on the go with our bite-sized straight-to-the-point videos. Join us today by visiting the link below and have seven-day free trial on us to see if the area is right for you. Click the link under this podcast to start benefiting today and access our training right away. We look forward to seeing you in there and teaching you everything you need to know about digital marketing for parent-focused businesses. This podcast is sponsored by My Bump to Baby Family Protection and Legal Directory. Being a parent is such a minefield. It's so difficult deciding who to select when it comes to financial advice or family law solicitors. My Bump to Baby works with one trusted financial advisor and one trusted family law solicitor in each town throughout the whole of the UK. To find your nearest advisor or family law solicitor, head over to www.mybumptobaby.com forward slash family protection legal. Hello and welcome to My Bump to Baby Expert Podcast, where we bring experts from all over the UK to answer your questions on everything pregnancy to preschool. Today we have colic expert. Rebecca Palmer talking about everything you need to know about colic. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my Bumped Baby Expert podcast. Today, I am joined by a colic expert, Rebecca Palmer from Colic SOS. And Rebecca is going to be talking to us all about colic so hi Rebecca how are you hello thank you for having me oh it's lovely to have you on here honestly I know colic was a very very stressful time for me and also um obviously a lot of our listeners as parents it's one of those things that when you go through it you absolutely know about it so um I'm looking forward to having a chat with you today and just finding out a bit more about colic wonderful I'm really happy to share my knowledge Oh, amazing. So, Rebecca, can we start with what is colic? 
Okay, well, that's a really big question. <laughs> so colic is just a sweeping diagnosis given to a baby who is crying excessively. There is the rule of three, and that is if your baby is crying for three hours, three days a week for a period of three weeks, then bingo, you have colic. But it's really more than that. It's not just this crying baby, it's a collection of symptoms. So colic is just this overarching um, diagnosis given to a crying baby. But actually, what we need to figure out is what's really going on and the root cause of the baby's issues. So there's lots of triggers, colic. So you could call it six different types of colic. So you've got babies who are struggling with the trapped wind. This is probably one of the most obvious ones that people think about. But then there's also babies who are struggling with reflux. And that often gets diagnosed as just colic. But it's never just colic, do you know? And then there's things like allergies that also contribute and things like lactose intolerance also. And it all just gets classed as colic. But the idea is trying to find out what's really going on. And that is your baby's version of colic. That's a really good answer. I see what you mean now. Uh, it's a very broad spectrum, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And the idea is you can't just treat a baby with colic with random colic remedies and that's why there's so many colic remedies out there as well and they're all not going to work for your baby so you might find that pan down the road swears by Infocol it was the best thing ever cured a baby but yet you won't find that that works for you and that's probably because it's caused by a different issue yeah yeah I, I'm just having memories now of flashing back to when George was younger and do you know what we spent an absolute fortune listening to what people were saying like oh try this try that that worked for me that worked for me before we know it, we've got this cupboard full of stuff and none of it actually worked so you're absolutely right there um so so Rebecca when does colic actually start then so it usually rears its ugly head at around six weeks old yeah. And this is because there's been like a buildup of milk. So you, you're going to get your reaction, but it can strike as early as newborn stage. And that's usually the fourth trimester. And then it can be also kind of a little bit later on. So it can be any time from newborn up to six, eight weeks. And then if it's just kind of attract wind, immature digestive, then it'll tend to die away again, uh, that magic three months but not always. No, no, it's quite quite a long time then. And I think you're so sleep deprived anyway, and it's just an added stress, isn't it, um, with colic? So, so does every baby get colic, Rebecca? No, not every baby. Um, you'll find that some babies sail through the whole of their infancy and those perfect babies that sleep through the night from three weeks old, they do exist somewhere. I haven't had them. I don't think <laughs> you'll have had them either. But not yeah. every baby gets colic. But they say about 50% of babies have some sort of colic ep episode throughout the first three months of their lives. Wow. That is massive, isn't it? One in every two babies. So, Rebecca, is there anything that we can do to prevent colic? Or is it just one of those things that happens? Well, there's certain things, how you have your baby. Um, so if you have a cesarean section, your baby is more likely to have colic. 
just because of their gut microbiome. So if you have antibiotics as well during labour, or if your baby has antibiotics straight after birth, then that wipes out the gut microbiome. So your baby's more likely to have colic. So there's certain ways of making sure that we prepare for birth that will help prevent colic. Also using methods to make sure your baby doesn't take extra wind is also a really good way of preventing colic. So if your baby's taking in the huge gulps of air whilst they're feeding, they're much more likely to get those colic-like symptoms of screaming, arching their back, pulling up their knees because they're in pain. Course, yes. No, that makes that makes a lot of sense. So, so I think they can they can get that as well when they're drinking from bottles. Is that right? And breastfeeding because they're swallowing a lot of air. Yeah. So if you're breastfeeding and your latch isn't right, so whether that's just because they're just not latching on properly, or if they have something like a tongue tongue and lip tie, then that can affect their latch, and then they're just going to be taking in air as they're drinking. But also, it's really relevant to bottle-fed infants as well, because again, they're going to take in loads of air if they ha- aren't creating that seal properly around the teat. Right. Okay. So, do you have any tips then on soothing colic? Oh yes, there's loads of things you can do, but it totally again depends on what your baby's colic is and what it's triggered by. If it's a case that your baby is just immature to the world, they're just waiting to get their their digestive system a little bit more mature, then the things you can do, such as making sure your baby isn't getting any air in whilst feeding, that's a really big one. Also making sure you're shushing and swaying and rocking your baby because once you're in pain, then you just want to be comforted. So that's a one way of really comforting and soothing a colicky baby. Um, there's, a, there's a position called tiger in a tree. It's an amazing colic hold because you're putting your hand on their tummy and you place their head in the crook of your elbow facing down. So you take away all the stimulation around the room. So you're immediately helping baby to settle. And because your hand is on their tummy, it helps provide that little bit of like almost like a soothing hand holding exercise on their tummy it's almost like a hot water bottle effect that's another lovely way and baby massage is brilliant for helping babies with colic as well because you are not only getting the air out of their tummy if it is caused by trap wind but you're also helping mature their digestive system so we are one of the most immature mammals when we're born if you think of like a horse, they're kind of walking within a couple of hours of birth, whereas our babies, our um, digestive system is so immature at birth that actually by massaging, it's very scientific, and I won't bore everybody with the science, mm-hmm. but it's something called myelination. Um, if you are a Sabrina the Teenage Witch fan, like I was. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so there was an episode where um, Sabrina was writing myelination and it was saying like myelination is and it never told you the answer. Um, but I found that out as I was studying. Um, so it is the nerve endings. So as you are massaging your baby, you are coating the nerve endings and it means that there's better brain-to-body communication. So this is how you're helping mature the digestive system. 
Wow. So baby massages is a great way to kind of help with this then. So you would advise go to baby massage classes? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. From the age of six weeks, you can do baby massage. And then there are also um, certain baby massage teachers that can do massage from newborn. I'm one of them. And I love doing my newborn nurture classes. And and it's a very gentle, very short type of massage for a, a very young baby. But from six weeks, you can do a full massage with them. That's amazing. So, Rebecca, then, can you just tell us a bit more about you and what you do and where people can find you then, if that's OK? Yeah, of course. So I have my business, which is Colic SOS, and I'm a colic specialist. And I provide a colic service where I do one-to-one consultations with clients. So families who are really struggling with colicky babies, I help get to the root of the issue. So as I was saying before, colic is just a sweeping out um, diagnosis. And what I like to do is get to the bottom of it, figure out exactly what is going on with your baby, and then be able to advise appropriate remedies. So it just stops that scattergun approach. So you really are directed to what's the, what is the issue. Um, so I do that. I also have an online fourth trimester course, which is really lovely for newborn babies. And again, that's a lot of ways to prevent the colic and ways to soothe newborn babies from the womb into the world. That sounds brilliant. So Rebecca, I think that is, I mean, you've covered so much there. I had no idea about all those things with colic. I just thought it was like one thing. I didn't realise there were so many different factors um, that could be could be a reason for colic. So that's really, really helpful. Um, so Rebecca, thank you so, so much for coming on today. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's lovely to have you. So we'll speak to you soon. But what we'll do is we'll put Rebecca's links in the show notes. So if you want to get in contact with Rebecca, you can do that. You're happy for people to ask you questions on Colic, are you, Rebecca? Oh, absolutely. And I've got a wealth of blogs on my website as well. Brilliant. Okay, thank you so much, Rebecca. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my Bump to Babies expert podcast. If you would like to find help and support from experts in your local area, head over to www.mybumptobaby.com and you will also be able to find local pregnancy to preschool groups, classes, businesses and services in your local area. Wondering what's on in your local area? Come and join our weekly newsletter where we share the classes and groups that are on in your local area. From pregnancy to preschool, we have you covered. Click the link below this podcast to receive your newsletter each week, every Sunday, so you know what's on and you can plan your week ahead.